Bitcoin is a technological tour de force. Bill Gates. Welcome to Retirementship, your mentor to and through retirement. I'm your host, Freeman Lindy, Certified Financial Planner. Today is part two of a two-part series on should I buy Bitcoin? It's a common question I get, especially when Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies are doing very well and something that tends to be ignored when they are floundering. So we wanted to provide a couple of thoughts for you so that you can decide whether or not purchasing Bitcoin or any other type of cryptocurrency is right for you. Last week, we looked at a few of the problems with cryptocurrency. We looked at what cryptocurrency is not. It's not an investment. It's not yet a currency. It's more of a speculative investment. And we also looked at some problems with it, that it's popular in the black market, that it's created to make nerds rich, that crypto's wealthy advocates aren't a good reason to buy it, and that crypto is power intensive, which it may be bad for the planet. And lastly, we looked at the potential of crypto's increasing supply and what it may do to inflation. So last week was all the negatives of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. We also want to look at some of the positive pieces, and that's what we're going to look at on today's episode. So today we will be looking at those positive aspects and answering the question for you, should I buy Bitcoin? That's all coming up on the Retirementship Podcast. Should I buy Bitcoin? Part 2. Let's look at some of the positives of crypto. And again, we're talking about cryptocurrencies in general, of which Bitcoin is just one. And so we'll just call them crypto and, and lump them all in together. There's nuances between all the different types out there, whether it's Bitcoin or Ethereum or Cardano or whatever the other. There's tons of them out there, right? And they all have different nuances, things that they claim make them better than other versions. So we're just going to call them all crypto for the purposes of these episodes. Let's look at the pros of crypto. Number one, crypto's blockchain technology is revolutionary. That's where the quote came from Bill Gates at the beginning. The technology behind what makes cryptocurrency cryptocurrency is beyond my ability to really comprehend, much less explain. But according to all experts, the technology itself is quite amazing. It has massive ramifications for security and privacy and a whole host of other aspects that make it a very positive piece. And one of the things that we can see or that most people suspect is that the technology, this blockchain technology behind crypto will change many of the things that we currently do, even if we don't quite realize it. And Carl Richards was the first one to point it out to me, so I want to make sure that he gets credit for this idea. But, you know, when we think back to the dot-com bubble of the early 2000s, and all these people were putting so much money into anything with a dot-com at the end. And a lot of the reason for that is because the internet, its new technology, was set to revolutionize the world. And People really believe that, hey, everything from, from you know, the world is going to divide in history between pre-internet and post-internet. And so we need to get in on the ground floor of these internet companies. And so if it had anything to do with internet.com, then people thought it was worth something. And we sank trillions of dollars into companies that were essentially worthless. And many, many, many of those companies were total frauds. 
they had no earnings, no product, no services, no anything, and yet they were valued at millions and sometimes even billions of dollars until the sham was exposed. And then they all tanked and it caused you know a, a total market recession in addition to just the tech companies. And so that was a problem, right? And there's many things that can be and should be learned from the dot-com crisis. And a lot of those things can and should be applied to crypto, right? That that so many people are seeking millions and perhaps even billions of dollars into some of these technologies. And for some of these cryptos, the, the, their technology is a fraud. There's nothing behind it. It's just all hype. It's all, uh, it's all speculation. It's all euphoria. It's all the things that we preach against on this podcast. And a lot of these will go to zero and anyone invested in them will lose all their money or lose a chunk of it until they get out. But that doesn't mean that the technology underneath it isn't super valuable and isn't going to change the world. And so while many of the dot-com companies were frauds, the internet technology really did change the world. Right? We all use it. You're listening to this right now because of internet technology. In the same way in 10, 15, 20 years, I, I don't know when, but eventually many of the things that we do will be built on this new technology. And certainly we may see some of these cryptocurrencies emerge as a global currency that we all start to use and levelize and stabilize and, and become a better form of actual currency instead of these explosive, you know, volatile, speculative investments. And so the technology behind it is amazing. And we should at least respect that and realize that that may indeed change the world. And so I'm excited to see the positive things that come out of this technology in the ways that improves our lives. And as we mentioned last time, any new technology can be used for good or evil. We covered last time a lot of the ways that it is being used for evil with the black market and etc. But there's a lot of ways it can be used for good as well. And so I think it's on us to ensure that we are using it for good and not for evil. Crypto's blockchain technology is revolutionary, and I'm excited to see what will come of that. And secondly, crypto may help lift emerging countries out of poverty. Right? We in the U.S. have the luxury of a stable and robust currency. Right? It's been the world reserve for a long time. Everyone recognizes it's accepted almost everywhere, and we forget that not everyone has that. Right? In the same way we take fresh water and plumbing for granted. Not everyone has that. And for a lot of people, their governments are so unstable and their economies are so shaky that their currency is not worth a lot. And so you just wouldn't save a lot of a currency that may be worthless in a few years. There's no reason to do that. There's absolutely no reason to save and invest a currency that may be worthless in a few years. And so for a lot of countries that have currencies that this may be the case, they have no incentive to save for the future, to invest in, in future growth and to invest for retirement because it may all be pointless. But what crypto can do is give these countries a stable form of currency that it doesn't matter what their governments are doing. Right? And I don't think we've reached that yet, right? Because as we mentioned last week, it's not really a great currency yet. They're all too volatile. The, the leaders haven't emerged. And there can be many leaders, right? We don't have to get down to just one cryptocurrency. It's just like we have many different forms of world currency, you know, euros and dollars and pesos and yen and, and all of these. We 
we can still have several cryptocurrencies and some will fall away though and we don't know which ones are which and they're all too volatile but eventually we may get to the point where it is a stable currency and it's going to help a lot of these emerging countries that don't have stable governments or economies to have a stable currency and these countries are are benefiting from this more accessible currency from the cheaper transaction fees and conversion fees to other forms of currencies and things that they just don't have and so there are many people, including myself, who are very optimistic and encouraged by the ways that crypto can help some of the poor countries in our world continue to rise up into the middle class. And, and it's also been proven across a host of different issues that one of the best ways to deal with a lot of the global issues that we have is to help lift people out of poverty. Right? Uh, you know, we mentioned last week that the empower the power intensiveness of crypto and how much energy it uses to try to mine these things. You know, some people are concerned about its effect on the environment. And we know for a fact that the best way to help the global environment is to pull poor countries out of poverty, right? That the, the worst offenders per capita of things like ocean pollution and all these other types of things are poor countries. Cause you know, you just don't care about what might happen 10, 20, or 100 years from now when you're not sure where your income's going to come from in a week or your food's going to come from the next day. And so to have all these countries help lift it out of poverty and anything that we can do to help that will be much appreciated. And, and I'm, we're excited to see the power of crypto for those uses. So cryptocurrency may help lift emerging countries out of poverty, and that's a very good thing. Lastly, then, should I buy crypto? Should I, as a listener, actually buy crypto? Hopefully, these have been some different things to consider as you are weighing out whether or not you should do it. But I also want to give you some more potent advice, not just things to think about. And, and so this would be my advice to you. As with all speculative ventures, you should not buy crypto until you are doing everything else right. Until you have the essentials in place, you should not be spending your currency on crypto. You should not be speculating with that. You should not be hoping and praying that things work out out of luck when you should be doing all the things right that you need to be doing first. Right. So before buying, you should have and be working a financial plan. Right. Those who, who buy cryptos or any other speculative investments on a whim, on a whim, don't don't it doesn't work out for them crypto might be part of your financial plan when you have everything else when you're doing everything else right but it should not just be something you just randomly decide to do or because you saw a few youtube videos right it should be part of a plan so you need to have and be working a financial plan you should be consumer debt free right it makes no sense to to buy a crypto that you hope is going to go way up in price when you're paying 18 25 percent in credit card bills right when you can't contain your own spending enough to be out of all the consumer debt that's holding you back from everything else you need to do. Some people, of course, will preach that you should be completely debt-free before you do that. And as far as that goes, and we'll do different episodes on debt in the future, but the short end for me is, is a lot of the people that preach you know, total debt-free before you do anything else, uh, like Dave Ramsey, debt-free except your house, etc. Those are all great things, and, and what makes those things so powerful is because for many, many, many people, 
The reason they're not saving enough for retirement, the reason they're not doing all the things they need to be doing is because they have so much debt. Hence, the recommendation to pay off all your debt so you have the cash flow and, and the ability to do the things you need to be doing. As far as this goes, if you can do everything else and you still have some debt, then I guess that's okay, right? Because And that's the, the last piece, right? You should be on track for retirement with an equity-based investment plan. Right, that cryptocurrency, whether it wins or fails, should not impact whether or not you're able to retire. Don't bet your retirement on a cryptocurrency. You should be on track with a regular equity-based, ownership-based retirement plan, an investment plan that we know works. Anytime you're trying to deviate from something that we know works, you are in a recipe for failure. And so if you are doing that, right, if you are on track for retirement, that means you have a low enough debt that you can be saving enough for retirement. And if you have a plan and you're doing all these things, then you can then look at buying crypto, right? Because crypto may be a huge opportunity, right? Or the one you choose may be a huge flop. You don't know for sure. That's what makes it a speculative investment. And so we don't bet our financial future on speculation we don't bet our retirement on it we don't bet our kids colleges on it we don't bet our own financial security on it we do what works first but when everything else is working if you have additional cash additional resources they say hey i'm doing everything else right i'm on track and i have some extra funds i would love to see if i can't get a little bit more out of these than a traditional investment then Feel free, right? Be prepared to lose it. Never put anything more into a speculative investment than you're prepared to lose. Anyone who's going to this saying, hey, if I put a thousand bucks or whatever into this, I know I will make money and there's no chance I'm going to lose this. You are a fool. You must be prepared to lose 100% of any money you put into any speculative investment, including crypto. But some people can, right? You're doing everything else right and you have an extra hundred, extra thousand, extra 10,000 an extra whatever to put towards these and you can afford to lose it and it won't ruin your financial plan. And if that's the case, have at it. Could be a great opportunity. When the housing market crashed in 2008, I wasn't in a position to buy a house, right? We had rock bottom prices, housing prices that we knew we would never see again. And I wasn't ready. I was also fairly young, right? So that's most of the reason I wasn't ready. But even at the time, I remember saying, man, I wish... I had a bunch of money for a down payment. I wish I could buy a house right now because this would be awesome. And I determined right then and there that the next time a great opportunity came along, I would be ready. And it was. And when the, with COVID and, and the interest rates getting pushed down to rock bottom limits in, in 2020, I was able to refinance. I have a 2.0% mortgage. That's that's insane. That's so, so low. And if you're new to mortgages, you know, maybe we just become used to some of these uh, lower mortgages. But I remember, you know, my, my dad told me that with his first house, you know, he had a 13% mortgage and that was a really good deal at the time. Right. So a 2% mortgage is just, it's insane. And I did that because I'm working a plan and the plan allows me the opportunities to take advantage of these things when they come along. Right, so crypto may be a huge opportunity, and a lot of people are buying it when they don't have everything else in order because of their FOMO, right? Their fear of missing out. Like this might be a good opportunity. I don't want to miss it. 
I'm going to throw money I don't have into this speculative investment when I should be doing a lot of other things first. And so we don't want to miss out. And crypto may be an opportunity, but there will be more. There will be other opportunities in the future. And so the challenge for you is to be ready for the next one. Get a financial plan. Work the plan. The harder you work, the luckier you get. And the difference is is that where now you may be trying to buy this out of desperation, the next time you'll be able to seize that opportunity from a position of power, not desperation, not greed. You'll be able to, to seize that next opportunity from a position of opportunity. Right? You're doing everything else right, and now we can do something even better versus, man, I'm going to throw money in here because if I this doesn't work out, I don't know what I'm going to do. That's a bad place to be in. So get a plan. Be ready for the next opportunity. And if you need help, that's what we're here for. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at retirementorship.com or you can call 1-855-6-MENTOR. We'd be happy to get back to you. As we get questions on various topics, we make them into episodes. Right? These Bitcoin episodes have come about because of the number of people that ask me about Bitcoin. So if you have questions in anything or just you know even things that you don't want as a direct reply to say, hey, I'm interested in this. I have questions about this. Could you make an episode on this? Go ahead and email those to us. Again, questions at retirementship.com. We'd love to answer those for you in an episode. Links to all of our episodes can be found at retirementship.com slash the episode number. So this is episode 54. So if you go to retirementship.com slash 54, you can find any links referenced in the episode. And we look forward to seeing you next week on the Retirement Trip Podcast. This podcast is educational only and is not intended to be investment, legal, or tax advice or recommendations, whether direct or incidental. Again, this is not investment advice. Consult your financial, tax, and legal professionals for specific advice related to your specific situation. Never take investment advice from someone who doesn't know you and your specific situation. All opinions expressed in this podcast are the opinions of the speakers expressing them. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Retirement mentorship is not affiliated with or controlled by any registered investment advisor, broker-dealer, or other financial services company.